What is up, guys? Welcome back to Wrestling Crossroads. As always, I am one half your dynamic duos, Twisted, alongside Brother Pyro. What up, what up, what up? And we are recapping AEW Wrestle Dream. So was it a dream? An event built to honor Antonio Inoki. I will say it definitely delivered on the name Dream Mm -hmm. and brought a lot of the wrestling world together. All right. Starting off, we have the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships defended in a handicap match. MJF goes against the Righteous. Now, MJF's tag team partner, Adam Cole, currently out with a leg or ACL injury. Still in the leg. Currently out with injury. Couldn't make the flight to Seattle. So he was not there as much as we really would have loved. I've seen him at ringside. Understood that, you know, he couldn't make it, so. Yeah, again, like I said. What is what is. As much as we would have loved to have seen it. We understand, you know, injuries kind of happen and keep you there. At least it's not another concussion. Thank goodness. Well, yeah, because one one more concussion and they've already told him, like, your career is done. He's going to end up in the Christian effect. Uh, yeah, no, I would like to see Adam Cole wrestle for the next He's 10 years. He's relatively not... young for the world of pro wrestling. I'd like to see him wrestle for the next 10 years, not be put on the shelf for the next 10 years like Christian was. Exactly. like, And he's still relatively young for the world of wrestling. For yeah. the world of professional wrestling. So, again, I am right there with you. I want to see his career be an additional 10 plus years, not be cut short because mm-hmm. of XYZ. Yes. So this match, I I don't know what to say about it. It was it was entertaining. Eh. It I mean it it did take a minute to get into. Um, it took a hot minute to get into. But you didn't see, really get into it till close to the end. Get, getting to see what this meant for MJF, um, what it meant to really keep this going for him. Was great getting to see this again, baby side ish, baby face ish side. Um, to him, really, I think again, just something is what you love kept, kept is what kept me in, intrigued in what was going on. So I, there was a a moment where obviously the righteous brought in a chair. Yep. So what does MJF do before the guy can hit him with the chair? Actually grabs his balls. Yeah. Just holds and waits and holds. And then as soon as he sees the ref start to, you know. Turn around. Falls back. Falls back like he Like, like he, he really did it. try to pull an eddy. And that would have been funny if they would have called the DQ. They didn't though. And he still ended up capitalizing right on that. Oh yeah. I will say he, this man is a. He is a man of his word. Because he said he was going to pick up the big one. And, and suplex him. Or in a uh, body slam him. He said he was going to take the other dreadhead and right up ba- right up his friend's rear end. And sure enough, that's what happened. He made it happen. So picking up the win on this, and I know we're kind of going through this a little quick, but we got a lot of matches we got to get through with this. Picking up the win, 
MJF retains the ROH Tag Team Championships for him and Adam Cole to retain them yet another day. Take us into our next match. Oh, I'm surprised you're going to ask grade. Oh, yes, grade. I am tired. <laughs> I know you are, but it was a B minus. B minus, okay. All right, getting into the next match. Uh, another kind of battle of respect in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I know why you're making that face. Yep. <laughs> Kingston defends both his New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong and Ring of Honor World title against... ROH Pure Champion Shibata. Um, loved this match. It was really hard hitting. It is both wanted this match together to honor the late great Antonio Inoki, and I think they did well in doing so. I think Inoki would have been proud of this of this match of both of the of the way both men can. Carried themselves throughout it, really, you know, being true competitors and students of the game, mm-hmm. but also 100% through and through signs of respect and just, you know. Yeah, there wasn't any underhanded tactics exactly, used like, by either man in this match, which was nice. Um, So again, absolutely loved every second of that, loved that this played out the way it did. <laughs> So, you want to remind the people who you had winning this match? Eddie freaking Kingston. Now, you want to remind the people who won the match? No, that's your job. Winning the match, much to the dismay of my sister over here, Eddie Kingston. So, in the year and a half that we have been doing this, I have only called called two two Eddie Kingston matches wrong. So again, once is chance, twice is coincidence. I need a third. You need to lose. I need, uh, oh no, oh no, love. I need three in a row from you at you this You didn't point. say that. You didn't say that. No, but at this point, I think it's fair. No. <laughs> I can give you three wins in a row. Clearly, I can give you three wins in a row. I can't give you three losses in a row. Nope, nope. You can still give me three losses because you've given me calling him losing, and he's lost at least three in a row. I need three opposite results from you in a row at this point. You were on a hot streak, though, because literally you did it. No, I didn't. You did two in a row. No, there was one in between. And I said, ha, I called it. And you went, yeah, the one. And then I called the next one correct. Oh, you and then I, and Because I called him to lose and he lost. Yes, but at this point, the next time we see Eddie Kingston in a big, big match, if we don't see him in November, because I don't even know if we're getting full year at this point because of this one kind of being sandwiched in between. Yeah. So I don't know if we're getting full year. We'll see. So we'll see. And if he's on that card, I'm going to need that to... If you cannot call that one wrong, going into next year, I need three in a row. I'm going to hopefully call it wrong. <laughs> I need to call it wrong. I am just... Grade. Uh, the grade was a B. 
something to get past this. All right, on to the next match. TBS Championship, Chris Chris Statlander defends against Julia Hart from the House of Black. I was very excited for this match. I really wanted to see, you know, bits and pieces of Julia Hart to prove herself, to say that, you know, she can be a big she can be a woman's champion and i would event and i would eventually like to see her hold the big gold in the women's division one day but i think this would have been a nice stepping stone there was a lot of times where julia hart did have the upper hand and had the advantage but unfortunately to this dismay of myself chris statlander retains her championship and your grade for this one, C plus. Your reasoning. It took it. It took forever to get into. Personally, for you, yes. And you know me. I love Mike. I love Miss Statlander. For me, it took a lot to get into. It just wasn't it for you. It, it really, it really like it missed. It missed the mark for me. So, if they were to have another match, do you think you'd grade it higher? If. It depends on the delivery of the match, of the build-up, because, again, build-up was really lackluster. Again, execution wasn't all that great. Like, give me a memorable point in this match. I can name you maybe one. And that being? The failed attempt at the mist. Yes, that was a very nice memorable. That, That was probably the only memorable part of this match for me. Well, considering I have severe memory loss, yeah, we'll go with that. I don't remember the match. I just remember I was super I was super excited because I really wanted Julia Hart to actually hold a title. But like this was I love the House of Black and I love the way that they brought her in. I honestly thought that we were gonna see maybe Sky start to turn and that would, you know, help her capitalize, but maybe we need just a little more time. Maybe the next time that they come face to face for the championship. Maybe Sky is the one that helps her turn. Maybe. All right. Next one. All the right. one I really shocked you with. Yep. A fatal four way for number one contender match for the AEW tag titles. The Guns, the Lucha Bros, Orange Hook, and the Young Bucks all face off in fatal four way anarchy. And that's oh. exactly what it was. Oh, yeah. No, it was 100% chaos. 100% a lot of fun. Um, Definitely what I... Something I've grown to love about all four of these teams and about the tag team division in AEW is that all these it's teams... It's a lot better than WWE's. They know how to, they know how to deliver mm-hmm. on a more consistent level, and this match really showed why. Mm-hmm. Hey, um... You picked new the Young Bucks. I was gonna say something. The new before. Day. Yep. Yep. yep that's <laughs> what I was. We're not gonna talk about it. Shocker number one for me for the night. Yes. Was you picking the Young Bucks? Yes. Yep. Um. However, picking up the win was the Young Bucks. Yeah. We get FTR Young Bucks four. Yes. Um. One of my favorite. Things about this match mm-hmm. is the f- and this is something they pointed out on commentary mm-hmm. is that there was only one team mm-hmm. n- in this match yes. not related by blood. 
Yes. You have the Guns, which are brothers, Lucha Bros, obviously brothers, Young Bucks, brothers. brothers. And we talked about the fact that Hook and Cassidy look so much alike that we wouldn't be surprised if they were like cousins, if they were illegitimate brothers. But, you know, there, there's that possibility. We never know. Um, I, I, I will want, uh, they gelled really well. They did. They worked they really, really, really well, well together. I'd, I'd continue um, to love seeing Orange Hook. Oh, I would want, I would too, especially because, like, if you think about the experience that the other three teams have together. Yes. Compared to what? For Orange, Orange Cassidy Hook. and Hook. Orange Hook. You know, just have bringing into this and them holding their own is really. Right. It they says showed, something. like, hey, maybe we could be competing the, uh, in this tag division on a more consistent basis. I wouldn't mind it. Neither would I. I don't think Flash would either. I don't think so either. So, But any excuse for him to see Orange Cassidy is a good one for him. I mean, I think he just loves his entrance, you know, from wherever. Ever. Wing. Ring, whatever. whatever. And just the fact that Flash's favorite thing about him is the hands in the pockets. Kick. 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 Unfortunately, kick. we didn't get to see that this match. We see that like every match. I was so mad. I was actually but really disappointed. I was happy that he could finally deliver a beautiful orange punch. Because without hurting himself. Yep. Without be, being in a lot of pain. Because, because that man has been to... torn up from the flow up for a couple months now. I'm glad he took the time that he needed to he to de- get a break. Oh, yeah. Oh, he definitely did. He oh. needed it. <gasps> so... Jumping into our next match, we have Swerve Strickland taking on Hangman Adam Page. I gotta say, I, even the build-up to this match, I still don't understand why this was a thing. This match came out very hard-hitting. There was a lot that, obviously, Swerve and Hangman needed to prove. But I'm gonna be 100% honest. I was so far tired at this point. I don't remember a majority of this match. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I made fun of Hangman the entire match. Y'all can ask Brother Pyro. Uh, you know what? It was a good laugh, though, because... We needed it. We were both drained. Oh, yeah. We were both so physically drained by this point, Um, which is really unfortunate, because really looking at the match, it was a solid match. It was. Oh, I forgot to get your um grade on the Young Bucks match. B+. plus. Okay. I was thinking it was going to be a bit higher. That's personally me, but you are the one that gives the ratings for a reason. Continue with what you were saying about the Strickland match. Um, Like I said, overall, it was, it did tell a decent story. It definitely highlighted a lot of both of their strengths. They do, you can see the chemistry in the in-ring chemistry that they have with each other, although not very strong, still really there. And you know what? They can put on one hell of a match. Still can't perform a proper buckshot lariat, though. No matter how hard he tries. No he matter has, how hard he tries. He has an injured arm. And no matter. He didn't have an injured arm any of the other times he picked it up. All right, then. I was, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt for this one match. No, you weren't. You I can't do for that. this one match. You can't do that with me. I will call out Hangman Adam Page on every single buckshot lariat he messes up. Right. I... I dislike the fact that a YouTube star, Logan Paul, can come in and do a better buckshot lariat than a man who has been doing this longer than Logan Paul has even decided to step into a ring. I want to stay. Next ma- next time he has a match, I want to do something with you. 
What is that? You're going to count how many times he messes up the mugshot lady? I'm going to count how many times he flips his hair. Okay, we will, we shall do that, and we will tell you live next time we call. <laughs> next time we do our recap. So, this man messes with his hair so much. I've seen him mess with man. his hair more than Nick and Matt Jackson. I Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever seen somebody. I think this man messes with his hair more times in a match than I make fun of Nick and Matt Jackson's hairline in their matches. <laughs> this is why they wear headbands. <laughs> they That's still- probably part of the reason that their hairline is pushed back so damn far. Yes, it is, because it actually can hurt the hair follicles. And, yes, I, I could still see their receding hairline like, underneath. Jesus, you, pl- you went to school specifically to play with hair, and you don't play with hair as often as he does. No, I do not. <laughs> so we're next time we are on air, we are definitely going to be doing this little uh, game, and we'll, oh, yeah. you know, our next recap. So we'll definitely before have we it. continue with the card. I want to point out that during the predictions, and this is a conversation that I had with Desario last night. Mm-hmm. He definitely did have a lot of reasonings, but due to the fact that the f- for the last pay-per-view for AEW, all he did was shit on the card. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm I'm just going to keep all of my reasonings to myself for the most part. Yes. Because I don't want to do that again. <laughs> well, Desario has been, has been watching this a Wrestling lot longer. Wrestling a lot longer than both of a us. A lot longer than both of us and a lot longer than both of us have probably been alive. He's not that much older than us. He may not be that much older than us, but at the same time, you can still watch from like pretty much out the womb. Oh yeah, he's st- he still definitely has some. He has uh, a lot uh, of quite years, a few on, years us. on us. That was, again, that was no knock at his actual age. That was the fact that you can watch this out of the womb and still have a lot more years on us. Yeah. with it. So Desario has his reasonings before you know pretty much hating yeah, an entire no, I re- card. I remember that's why when it came to Mania, we had Desario. We needed that outside opinion at things that we don't look at. Oh yeah, no, and I one hundred percent love that he he acknowledged that like he went he's like yeah I went back and listened uh, a couple weeks ago yeah I went back and listened to the podcast for all out. Damn, I shit on that card. Yes, I was like yes you did. We were waiting for you to realize it, but we weren't going to outright tell you. You put two and two together, sir. That you completely dropped a load on that card. Right. Which, again, happened to be the best AEW pay-per-view this year. year. Yeah. All right. Getting back into the swing of things, because we got still a lot more to get through. Picking up the win in Swerve Strickland and Hangman Adam Page's match was Swerve Strickland. I was a little upset because... Aside from the Julia Hart match, I was on a winning streak calling all these matches. So I was really mad that the dude that I I, I, I admit I shit on his uh, his finishing move kind of dropped the ball for me here. I was a little mad. You, I finally went and picked all members of the elite, and he shitted on me. And, and he had to go and mess it up. He had to go and mess it up, my guy. Had to go and mess it up. Come on. Come You're on. Great for this together. match. <laughs> great was a C. And rightfully so. I want to know what the hell Prince Nana's dance is, because, like... I don't... That was good. I, I need that energy in my life. I do not care what Princess and Dugu's ma- like, dance is. I do not care. I do. I want to know what, what he's doing, because, you know what? I need a hype man like that for my... I need that hype man. I need a hype man like that, bro. 
he looks, really do. He looks like he's doing a jacked up version of the Carlton. <laughs> I'll take it though. I gotta say though, the only reason why Swerve actually did pick up the win was using uh, Princesses and Nugu's headband. Prince Nana. No, I have said it so many times when that match is going on. His name is now Princess Indugu. I told you I was tired. I did not care what was coming out of my mouth, but that is now sticking. His name is Princess Indugu. And then, you know, with the fact that he is with Brian Cage's faction as well, Brian Cage looks like Monty from Five Nights at Freddy's. And the other, and the other dude with the dreads, I don't know who he is, but he is big and chunky. He looks like he wants to eat people. I don't know who that is, but he looks like he wants to eat me for dinner. <laughs> or at least eat Princess Ndugu for dinner. You know what? This is family, so I'm not going to make my comment. <laughs> oh, my goodness. God, what are you telling me up here doing, bro? Hey, I am being 100%. This is unfiltered. I am tired. <laughs> Y'all messed up. I am like <coughs> completely gone. I have no filter at this point. If you I never had, really have. If I had my filter, it'd be a lot less chaotic at this point. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Take us into our I next thought match, I was please. supposed to be the chaotic one on this show. Well, today it is me. <laughs> I am Sister Pyro today. Does that make me brother twisted? Yep. Okay. Take us into our next match, please, before I start crying of laughter. <laughs> match is Ricky Starks taking on the forgotten middle child of the Full Combat Club, Wheeler Yuta. Hey, we said it on we said it on the kickoff. The I know beast... I said it on the pre-show, but damn, why you gotta do me? Why you gotta announce the match like that? I know we said it because unless I get tweeted by Tony Khan, I don't care. Ain't nobody seen this. Ain't nobody hearing this. That's important. Watch us actually receive an AEW tweet like, yo, this is a cease and desist. You better quit shitting on us. In that case, they better send the same tweet to Desario. (laughs) I swear to God. Desario's not on Twitter. We are. (laughs) Well, then they can at Desario, all right? (laughs) Oh, my God. No, they're meant for the... Defamation of character lawsuit. You're inheriting. At that point, you're inheriting a whole lot of debt and depression. Good luck, my guy. Yep. You're gonna have to pay. You're gonna have to put add me to your payroll if you want me to pay you. Facts. At that point. Okay. And then even then, I went at life. Speaking of this match, oh, um, we God. actually ended up having John Moxley coming out on commentary for this. Moxley on commentary was gold. And he's what made that match. Apparently, he was out on uh, Claudio's match during the Zero Hour, too. Yes, he was. He also Uh, stayed for the next match after this as well. Um, But, yeah, he pretty much made this match. There was This was the match that really gave you the breather in the card. So there wasn't anything very memorable to this match or very big. Except for John Moxley. Aside from John Moxley, completely shitting on his opponent. Oh, my God, no. I love it. Oh, oh, uh, I think it was Tony Schiavone. 
or Excalibur. One of the that two. asked him something. He was like, "Well, I got in trouble earlier on the during Claudio's match on the kickoff show for saying some so, some words I shouldn't have said." Like what? What'd you say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right, because I can't go back and watch the kickoff show. That's depressing. Like that really is. Like I paid fifty dollars for you. You can at least give me the replay of the kickoff show too. Bleacher Report, do better. So, I mean, they stopped that when they moved from WWE Network to Peacock as well. Is you can't go back and watch the takeoff shows for those pay-per-views anymore. Okay. Every single wrestling company, do better. All right. Just better? Do better. All right. Uh, so, picking up... They don't have a fucking... Picking show. up the win with this was oh. Ricky Starks, unfortunately. I'm just going to go ahead and give me a grade for this one. C+. Plus, uh, this one really does... Again, you picked... Mem- combat. You picked Yuta to win this too. I did. So that's two matches in a row you were let down. I know. And I never pick Wheeler Yuta to win anything. You also never for- pick, Hang- pick Hangman to win anything. Yeah, that'll be the first and last time I ever pick Hangman to win anything. I have a better chance of betting on Yuta than I do Hangman Adam Page, especially with his buckshot lariat. Hey, 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 hey. You know who you have the best chance of betting on? Eddie freaking Kingston. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> You know what? The next time I bet on Eddie Kingston, I'm gonna put money on it with you. Don't, because we'll probably be in the we'll probably be on the same time wavelength anyway. Next time you're going against me for Eddie Kingston matches, I'm gonna put money on him. Bet. All right, so, take us into your Wrestle Dream Dream match. The Dream match, a match of who is the better technical wrestler? Who is the better technical wrestler? Yep. That's where I'm at. Yep. Brian Danielson, Zach Sabre Jr., instant classic, technical clinic. Neither one of them could really get the advantage over the other because they just had a Mm -hmm. counter and reversal for every little thing going on. This match was really even, and it was very nice to see. Oh, my God. Like I said, technical clinic absolutely beautiful yes all then again can brian danielson ever put on a bad match um let me think let me think let me think i don't think so i think the only bad match i've ever seen him put on was his last match in wwe before he switched over to aew and that was against roman reigns okay that's right but i blame that on roman reigns okay that's right um but no like the chain wrestling, and again, Moxley on commentary. Beautiful. And but the best part is, he didn't sit there and, like, unlike Starks, he really didn't, you know, Bash talk. Zach. Yeah. Zach. No. Like, he had nothing but good things to say about both competitors in this match. Well, obviously, he's got to say good things about Brian. He's had, no, like, you can tell Moxley is a student of the game and how much... This really, like, how, what this really meant, because, like, for Moxley to not, like, oh, he's a piece of him, you know. Really go off on commentary. That means he has a lot of respect He has a lot of respect for for who's in the ring. Yes. And I love that, because, like, again, just, overall, great match. Mm -hmm. Loved every second of it. A match I will watch time and time and time and time again. Picking up the win. Proving best technical wrestler in the world, Brian Danielson. Again, 
I'd love to see a tournament of the best technical wrestlers just to see who actually wins that title. Oh. All the, like, we'll we'll go across, you know, Impact, Ring of Honor, AEW, WWE, all of them, New Japan. Let's go against, let's go through all of them. I'm actually going to put you on the spot. Next time we come to you, AEW pay-per-view, I want a bracket from you. I can put together a bracket right now. Give me like 30 seconds. No, I'm not. We got time. We don't got time for that at this moment. I want a bracket from you. That way you have time to ponder. You have time to think. And I want you to go down your bracket and tell me who's going to win it at the end. That's what I want from you. you, Everybody will get that next time we come to you. AEW pay-per-view. Oh, you are giving me time. I am. And I'm giving you time for a reason. It gives you time to think. <laughs> You're great on this match. A and minus. the winner. And the winner. I already said the winner. You said the winner? Yes. Okay. Ryan Danielson. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. I had, to, I had to double go through. Do you want to take the next one since I took two back to back? No, you're good. Okay. Next match up, Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, and Ibushi taking on the Don Callis families, or as I like to call them, the Don Callis bitches. Um, Will Ospreay, Takeshka, and Sammy Guevara, who is the newest member. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This match had a lot of moments where it dipped down into pretty much nothing. There were some very beautiful standoffs between Takashita and Ibushi. You know, this has been, I guess, what did they say? Like 11 years in the making? Yep. They've wanted this for like 11 years. Or Ibushi's wanted this for 11 years. There was a beautiful moment where all members of the Don Callis family were beating on Chris Jericho. And you just saw the murder in Ibushi's eyes standing on the other side of the ring. Oh, so, you know, not much to say about this match aside from I personally might rewatch this match again and, you know, make my very funny commentary per usual. But, you know, this this match for me just personally didn't really do it. I I wish the storyline had just died when it did. The beginning to the Don Callis family coming out was very cringy, and I never want to see it again. Oh my god, that thing was nightmares. Nightmare fuel. Yes. Picking up the wind, sadly, to continue all of this, the Don Callis family with Sammy Guevara hitting Chris Jericho. Yep. Either that continues just that feud, or this continues everything. And I really hope it's not everything. Don Callis just needs to not exist. I'm done. Take us into our next match. I'm done with that entirely. By the way, that match was a C. Yeah, at that point, I didn't care about that match. Take us into our next one. (laughs) FTR Aussie Open AEW Tag Team Championships. I gotta say, this the match was great. The match was good. Mm -hmm. Overall, um, I don't think it was my favorite FTR matchup. I was gonna say it. It was very lackluster. For an FTR match, it really missed. It was very lackluster. I guess that's because I was waiting on my uh, on the books. 
I was waiting on the Bucks in FTR part four. But like, but not like they, for these two teams. For these two teams who have worked together in the past, who have worked with so many other great tech I guess like the chemistry just really wasn't there to really put on a good match. A good match. Like a, a great excellent executed match, yeah. Right. Like it And I hate saying that about both teams. I hate saying that more about FTR personally, but this was just very lackluster. But I'm a lot more familiar with Aussie Open than you are. I know. That's why I say specifically I lean towards FTR. I I hate to say this about FTR because those are my guys, but this was very lackluster. This was a match that I will never put on my TV again. And I could usually say that about every FTR match that I want to rewatch it. I also want to point out that two members of the, uh, of the elite let you down, by the way. I'm going to just remind you of that. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> you went elite for that. You literally picked every member of the elite to win. Yeah, Kenny Omega couldn't get in the ring in the time. Like, not, it, Omega really did spend a lot of time in the ring. He couldn't get in the ring in time. He was trying to run into the ring. He was when being it held. Yeah. You could have fought him. Finish taking us through FTR. In what way? As I'm currently depressed at every member of the elite that I wanted to, I I picked every single member of the elite. Only two decided that they were gonna say yay. We'll we'll go with you. But yep, picking up the win, retaining the gold, FTR. And now it'll be FTR versus the Young Bucks. I don't know when. I don't know either. But oh my god! But if it's not on pay per view, I will be pissed. I'm excited for this. You're great. Rightfully Minus. so. Rightfully so. Again, it wasn't a very memorable match. No. Honestly, that is the only FTR match I really wish I could forget. Yeah. Do you want to take us into our main event? Two out of three falls. TNT Championship. Christian Cage. Darby Allen. The setup was fun. The setup was fun. <coughs> the setup was a lot of fun. The match itself mm. wasn't as well executed as I would have liked it to be. Who picked up the first ball? Derby! By oh. pulling Christian's turtleneck over his face. The fact that he covered him with his own turtleneck to pick up that fall will never not be entertaining to me, though. Because <laughs> how? I I don't just know. How? It just happened. <sighs> Who picked up our second fall? Picking up the second fall after, you know, some uh, stair usage. Yeah. And Florin just dropping outside of the ring usage. Um, Tristan via countout. I knew he was going to take the way out. Eh. And then... And then we did some rearranging, which clearly Christian doesn't know what feng shui is. And while the ref and medical staff are attending to Darby Allen, who we 100% thought was dead... He was getting lifted onto a gurney. The frog splash onto the gurney Mm -hmm. to then bring him back into the ring. Which, again, was taken apart because Christian don't know what feng shui is. (sighs) Fair. Fair. Um... 
He wanted to do some redecorating. He clearly don't know what that is. Hits a kill switch. Darby kicks out, surprisingly. Yes. Because, like, sir, how are you How are, how are you moving? We then get to see Nick Wayne run down to the ring. Yeah. While his mommy's watching from ringside. The referee is out. The referee has been taken out at this point. Nick Wayne gets involved. Betrays Darby. Christian, C- Christian Cage picks up the win. Picks up the second fall. Picks up the win for the match. Walks out of Seattle. TNT champion. I will say one of the most entertaining things was watching him flirt with Nick Wayne's mom. During the match, yes. Let's talk During about what happened match, after the match. Because the, 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 the whole... You thought she was going to play into it and water to the face. Okay. <laughs> Most entertaining thing during the match. Let's talk after the match. So, Nick Wayne and Christian are beating the holy hell out of Darby. Then comes Sting. Which even really the odds have, for a little bit, but it the, had no pop. It really didn't, because like everything after the bell was really lackluster, not needed, momentum kind of died. And everybody was tired. Luchasaurus came out, you know, Science, gave them the upper hand. Yeah. They're thinking, you know, concerto to sting. And then we get a video package. We get a small video package of somebody driving a really nice muscle car. I want the car. Continue. Um, And who steps out of the car? and Steps out of the car into the arena. Ladies and gentlemen, it hurts me to say as, 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 a fan, as much of a fan of his as I am, uh, this, hurt, this hurts me to say but makes me happy all at the same time. Do you want me to say it then? I got it. Hey, you said it hurts. It hurts, but like... Alright, well then say it. I'm not going to get over the hurt if I don't say it. Making his AEW debut, the Rated R Superstar, formerly known as Edge, Adam Copeland. It sounds so weird to hear just Adam Copeland. To hear his name. To hear his actual name. Being used instead of Edge. Oh, it hurt. It, 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 it really, it don't feel, it's going to take some getting used to. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to take a lot of getting used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but he comes out, he kind of, Christian looks like he's seen, seen a, a ghost. damn ghost. Mm-hmm. Like, he is just, what is this? What is going on here? What? He comes down, You. Th- he, he looks like he's about to help. Wayne, Soros, and Christian, you know, kind of beat down on Sting and Darby some more just for it not to happen. He smacks Wayne and Lucha with the chair. Christian grabs his title and hightails the hell out of there like the little punk he is. He helps Sting up. He helps Darby up. Handshake. I'm really excited for what is going to happen next. I am as well. His first match has been announced, by the way. Yes. On a Tuesday night edition of Dynamite. Him versus Luchasaurus. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
to see this man see what more this man can do. See what else he has left in the tank. Cause he's getting up there and as much as I do love him, you know time is not on his side. So to see maybe this last little fun run for him as an edge faithful, as a diehard fan, what the hell are you doing? I am just sitting here. No, what what did the like you were I like, am waiting for your grade? I'm waiting for your grade. Okay, the grade on the match itself yes. was also a B minus. Okay, and the grade that you give post match was still a B. Okay. The as much as I loved that it happened, the lack of crowd reaction killed it all. Killed it all, especially because this was wrestling's worst top secret. Yes, agreed. Um, but again, seeing what else, what we have left in store, what this story, what storylines he's going to have have going for him in AEW, because he has listed off a lot. Oh, he's given us a list of names that he wants to work with. I'm not gonna lie, I like geeked the hell out seeing him and Sting in the same ring because they've never been in the same company at the same time, and oh my god, yay! Overall grade on the show was a C. Overall grade on the show was a C? Um, yes, Wrestle Dream was a C. That's a little sad for a, a pay-per-view called Wrestle Dream. Yeah. Well, hopefully next Wrestle Dream we could have a mix with WWE and then it would really be a Wrestle Dream. Oh, that's not going to happen. Or, you know, we could do AEW and WWE and New Japan because then it would really or, be a Or we dream. can just do better at booking i mean that too but we don't work for tony khan so that's kind of impossible so you know there's just that all right that is the end of aew wrestle dream and we will see you next weekend for wwe Fastlane. yep and then i think that is it for the month of october oh thank you good lord we will see you guys next time Later.